Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes, I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Masturbation May, Clitorati. It will be going all month. So real talk, more than one in five of American women have never masturbated. Three years ago, I was one of those women. Only 39% of women regularly orgasm during sex compared to 91% of men. And this is what we call a pleasure gap or an orgasm gap. Statistically, women need to amp up their orgasm count and infuse more pleasure into our lives. That is why Clit Talk is taking female sexuality out of the closet and doing our pleasure challenge to celebrate Masturbation May. And today, we are introducing you to the first educational series dedicated to female pleasure that promises to teach the most effective masturbation techniques. You may have seen it on Elle, Forbes, Marie Claire, Playboy, Please welcome ambassadors of Climax, Cam Frazier and Asaya with the new sex ed series, Climax. Yes. Welcome. Thanks so much for having us. Good to be back. We are so excited to have you here. Um, This is, okay, so we're on a podcast. Can you sort of give our listeners a general scope of exactly what Climax is and what sparked the mission behind this, this incredible project that you guys have created. <laughs> I'll, I'll first say we didn't we didn't create it. We've just been brought on board and um, I'm very excited to be part of the Australia. I think we're part of the Australasia team, which is very exciting. But um, yeah, I'll let Isaiah explain exactly what it is because I think um, she might be a bit more well-versed than I am. Yeah. So Climax was created by um, Lorraine and uh, Lorraine is an, an amazing French woman. So I know that I'm not pronouncing her name properly. It's, you know, when, when Lorraine says that it, it's in this beautiful, sexy French accent that I, that I can't quite, that I can't quite master, but she really created Climax to help to close the pleasure gap and the orgasm gap. What we know is that a lot of women actually don't know how to touch themselves. Not only do they feel embarrassed and ashamed about it, they actually just don't know what to do. So Climax was created to educate women on how to give themselves pleasure and also to let their partners know the different ways that they can touch women to bring them pleasure as well. And Cam and I are both super thrilled and honoured to be um, to be ambassadors for Climax in Australia because I know we both believe in uh, in really empowered sex education. And so part of your mission, I know, it was also to give everyone a really great education on the subject as well. And so what modalities are you using to educate women? And also, can you tell us a little bit more, what is an orgasm gap? Because <laughs> Katie's been keep saying this and I'm like, what exactly <laughs> is an orgasm gap? Yeah, I'll jump in here. The um, the way that we're doing educating is, uh, and what's so unique about Climax is the it's it's all it's all visual, right? Rather than using props and um, diagrams and things to demonstrate, it's all um, it, it's real women, a, a diverse array of bodies as well, which is really fantastic. Uh, exploring and um, having voiced over uh, instructions alongside this kind of visual exploration of uh, that woman's particular anatomy, and the uh, the idea is like it's it's 
real women exploring real pleasure uh, in you know in a in a scenario that's set up specifically for that. So nothing else has really been done like this before. It's, it's this real Netflix style way of like scrolling through different episodes for one particular technique, whether it's a breathing exercise or a particular type of touch, or um, I'm not sure if there's toys involved in there yet. I think there might be some talk about it and, and maybe some more in the future, but, um, but using different types of stimulation and then actually demonstrating those is, uh, yeah, it, it blows like other types of education out of the water in my opinion anyway. Yeah, and one of the things that, that I really love about Climax is that it's really based on real conversations with women and and um, I think it's over 90,000 women were actually involved in the research that Climax did. And I think that women can often have a question about what do other women do? What's normal? Like how do I even start this? And so that's all included, as Cam said, in, in these really kind of short and easy to digest episodes. Uh, so we really start to get an idea of what's normal, what women enjoy, and literally exactly how to do it by watching the videos. Wait, so 90,000 women, what were they like surveyed? Like how did did you get 90,000 women involved in that? That's incredible. There was a whole lot of research done. And I I think Cam and I both came in after the research um, was complete, but I know they used uh, a whole lot of academic studies on what women like. They also went out and and spoke to women to find out what they enjoy and, and how women touch themselves. So there is an amazing amount of research that has gone into this. Yeah, I think they reference over 20 different international studies. I, th- I think they also referenced the Share Height Report, the one from 2000, which is an amazing reference point for women's pleasure as well. If you're not familiar with the Share Height study, totally recommend checking it out, which um, you know, the, the big takeaway from that was 98.5% of women who masturbate do so through clitoral stimulation. And so the emphasis there on the clitoris, which is totally not part of uh, a lot of conversations, particularly when it comes to you know, penetrative sex, that tends to be what's overemphasized when it comes to you know, heterosexual couples being sexual, um, which is kind of where I come in and why I'm really interested in getting on board is, is helping you know, men, the, the people you know, that kind of need to learn about this if they're going to be having you know, sex with women, um, the, the importance of clitoral stimulation for them. So um, yeah, it's a pretty, um, in, in terms of like bridging that orgasm, orgasm gap, it's a pretty amazing uh, tool and resource for helping women have more orgasms and helping men that sleep with women help those women have more orgasms as well. Yeah, the statistic that I used in the um, in the intro that 39% of women regularly orgasm during sex compared to 91% of men, it's almost like, you know, we know that women... Um, orgasm more with clitoral stimulation than penetrative statistically, right? But this is so amazing bridging the gap because you're giving an education because women can ask for what they want and learn what their body wants. And that's really like what the pleasure gap, at least for in my experience was. And that's why I think your education video series, which is not just metaphorical images or illustrations. It's actual videos of anonymous women or one anonymous woman who show you exactly what to do in a non-vulgar, very approachable way. I mean, the way that you, you know, you guys are a part of this and have 
executed this has just been really amazing. So I'm just fascinated by the sheer number of videos because like, I'll, I'm just going to tell on myself right now, there's like two ways that I masturbate and that's it. And I'm like, I feel like I have such a lack of imagination. I'm, I want to <laughs> do this just so I can be like, there's got to be more than just rubbing my clit or sticking a clitoral <laughs> stucker on myself. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have any like tips or techniques or little sneak peeks that you could share with those of us who lack a lot of imagination in this area? <laughs> I'll, um, I'll, I'll share on, on this one because it really, it's really true. Like we often learn to masturbate in a particular way. And, and often that is by rubbing our clit or, or sometimes by, by rubbing ourselves against the bed or a particular object. And, and that's what we keep doing. Or we get a vibrator and we kind of let it do all the work for us because we're not sure what to do. Yes. And it is one of the things that I love about Climax that the entire first season really focuses on external stimulation. And what it shows us is that there are so many different ways that we can touch ourselves before we even get to penetration. So uh, let's see, mm. one, of, one of the techniques that I, that I really like in there is called the envelope technique, which is essentially where you um, use your, your fingers like kind of squeezing and pull the outer labia um, together. So it kind of uh, forms like an envelope around the clitoris. And, um, and it's a really nice way to stimulate yourself because there's also a whole lot of sensation in um, in those labia. So you're not just focused on the clitoris, you're getting mm. a whole lot of different sensation. You know, and then it kind of moves mm. into more internal stimulation, but not necessarily focusing mm. on the clitoris. So I can't remember the name of the technique, but it teaches you to kind of make circles between the inner and outer labia uh, as a kind of way of, of teasing yourself. So you're going around in circles. I know Cam's mm. celebrating that one. I love it. That's, uh, <laughs> my, that's my partner's favorite one. Actually. Well, I love that you say like teasing yourself too, because I have to, again, tell on myself, I'm like a wham, bam, get it done when it comes to masturbating most of the time. Sometimes mm. Katie and Madison are like, you need to like, you know, do sex magic and take your time. And I want <laughs> to do more of that. <laughs> so even just hearing this envelope technique, I'm like, I got to try this. I know what I'm doing after this episode. You know? <laughs> I, and, and Cam, you know, thanks for having like our clits back. You know, you, <laughs> you really do. Um, and stepping into the leadership role that you did with Climax, you know, I'm just like, okay, how do I hop on this bandwagon? You know? Um, yeah. Thank you very much. Really inspired I, um, by your leadership. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And and it's, um, it's really important for the men that I work with to learn about their partner's body and to learn about their partner's pleasure. Like I, I talk a lot about taking responsibility for your own pleasure when I'm talking to, you know, cishet dudes and, that's really empowering for them. But also part of that piece of puzzle is like sharing that pleasure with your partner. And one of the ways that you do that is by learning about their body, you know, and, and whether that's by exploring and leaning on your curiosity and, you know, having fun together whilst you explore, or whether it's by watching a educational series together and going, oh, does that look like something you would want to do, right? Can we, can we try that the next time mm. where we're, you know, having fun and playing around together? And just taking the 
taking the seriousness out of it a little bit and adding in that playfulness and adding in that um, like that that kind of little kid in a you know um, sandpit style way of you know curiosity of just being like oh let's play with this and let's have a figure out that does that feel good does that not feel good and um, and and building up that communication is really it's one of the cornerstones of like my own relationship and, a, and it's something that I preach a lot about with regards to being a cornerstone of other people's relationships. So hopefully, um, you know, the reason why I got involved is to help kind of spread that idea to guys as well, that you know, heterosexual guys that are mm-hmm. in relationships with women. Well, and that's what's so great about this. I love that you use the word educational. This is something, you know, because I've done the whole thing where you sit and you watch porn with your partner, but this is something, you know, sensual that you can do that where there's a really big educational element to it, which is something that's actually going to expand your sex life and your imagination if you're like me. <laughs> so, right. um, and so I, I, I would love to hear like a couple more tips and techniques, but I'm, I'm just wondering, So for me, you know, we talk a lot about the health benefits of self-pleasure and pleasure and masturbation on this show. And I know that, and I'm aware of that. And I would love to, you know, have a self-pleasure practice where I could say it's consistently three times a week or four times a week, but sometimes my libido is just not there. Is that something that you guys address? Like how a woman, like, okay, I know like maybe they've scheduled it in, how to get yourself in the mood. Like, do you guys have any advice on that? Uh, I do. And I'll jump in here because I also want to say that for me, there are times in my life when it isn't something that I, you know, I might go two weeks without without sex or self-pleasure. And, uh, you know, you were talking before, mm. Lindsay, about sometimes it's really quick. And for me, it is, it is too. Sometimes, like, to be honest, uh, you know, I'm restless and I've got all this energy and I just... I just want to get to sleep. And so for me, masturbation is something I use to like <laughs> yes. relax myself to get to sleep. And it's all over in like five minutes. And and I think that that's totally okay as well. And then there are some times when, when I do want to make this really beautiful ritual for myself and I'll have a bath or a shower and cover myself in oil as a way of helping myself relax, like kind of setting up for like a date, like I would with a partner, you know, turn the lights down, put some music on and really take my time. Firstly, like touching my whole body. So my whole body is relaxed and awake and ready for the experience. And, and then again, like taking my time, exploring the external parts of my vulva, gradually getting to the clitoris and then going to internal stimulation, you know, if I want to, and, and if I feel like that. So it, 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 like, I want to kind of break any like idea that, that as a sexologist, I'm always having like these incredibly long, either lovemaking (laughs) sessions or or masturbation sessions because, because I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. That's so refreshing to hear. That's really refreshing. Because it's like your, your pleasure practice can ebb and flow as you do. Right. And allowing that space and freedom and not, you Mm -hmm. know, releasing any sort of self-judgment around what like my personal pleasure practice looks like is um, that's kind of a relief to hear. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. So refreshing to hear. It's really important to take care of your face, but the rest of your skin really matters too. So we've all been using this Daria Algae Body Oil by Osea and have just been really indulging in how fragrant it is and how safe it is. Yeah, I have to be honest. When we, when I heard that we were going to be trying 
product for your skin, I was really anxious because I have such sensitive skin. I'm allergic to fragrance. Because the ingredients are so natural, my skin had no reaction. You guys, that is so rare for wow. me. So I can't even tell you how excited I am to be able to use a scented product again. So you can try Osea risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over $50. And they even send free samples with every order. And Clitorati, you get 10% off your first order with our promo code PLEASURE at OseaMalibu.com. That's 10% off with the code PLEASURE at OseaMalibu. It's O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. Lindsay Sugar and myself have experienced true transformation in our lives by doing Clit Talk podcast. And we've been thinking a lot about how can we take our 150 plus episodes and take the best things and put it into a digital course to deliver to you so you can get your results fast. We are so excited and we feel like we have created something that is going to provide value to you. We are launching a sample of our sex and empowerment digital course at the end of May. What we're promising is that at the end of five days, you'll have a whole new skill set to make more time for yourself, your pleasure. You're going to learn how to identify and communicate your desires effectively. Let me tell you, it would be awesome. The free five-day digital course will take place from May 24th to May 28th, and Clit Talk will be hosting foundation calls each day on Zoom. These calls will typically be about 30 minutes in length, so head on over to our Instagram and click the link in our bio for reals. Do this for yourself. It will only enhance your fabulous life. So can you tell our listeners like what they'll be seeing in Climax and why it's important to deliver the information that you guys are doing it? Yeah, I'll um I'll jump in. The um it's it's beautifully shot like the the cinematography of the, the short episodes is really like amazing. Um and the like there's a conversation here that we we could dive into but I think it's maybe for a different conversation is like the difference between this, which is very sexually explicit, but very educational and mm. very sensual versus like porn. Lindsay, you said that before, like sometimes watching porn and you mm-hmm. know trying to get ideas from that and like how we can use sexually explicit material in a way that's very beneficial um, and and it can be totally different from porn, right? It's it's not porn. You know, we, if someone watched this, they wouldn't be like, oh, that's porn because we have this idea of what it actually is in the back of my mind of what porn you know, might actually be called. So, um, so that's like the, mm-hmm. the, um, big reframe that I think is really, uh, kind of underneath the surface of all this as well is like how we use sexually explicit media and sexually explicit material. Um, I think that's like a really important thing. I just wanted to kind of drop into the conversation. Uh, but the, Definitely. um, so in terms of what you're seeing, you're seeing, yeah, full, full bodies, full frontal, um, nudity, you know, there's, uh, it's very explicit, but it's done very, um, I guess tastefully is the word that kind of comes to mind, I suppose. Um, it's not, uh, and the thing that kind of like sticks out for me is intention, right? Pornography is intended to entertain, mm. right? And it's intended to be mm. kind of this unrealistic um, uh, exploration of, you know, the extremes of sex, for example, um, you know, with big penises and lots of penetration and things like that, um, which is totally fine. Some people can have sex like that and that's <laughs> yeah. great, but, um, but it's only one way. Right. And so, uh, the, the way that, right. uh, climax and the, the videos that are shot, um, are showing sex is like not something you see very often, um, at all in mainstream porn. So like 
shifting the way that we view that material, I think is is what's really important with regards to um, what Climax is doing. That's just kind of my opinion, I suppose. So with Climax, mm. I've seen some of the videos and they're beautiful. Um, are there any with penetration in there? Are they all geared towards personal self-pleasure? Season two, which is on its way, is going to be about penetration. This uh, season one is, um, yes, I know, super exciting. Season one, and, right. and one of the things I we love, love about penetration. It, I love it. I was going to say, one of the things I love about it is it's so nice to watch a woman touching herself for her own pleasure, not like a, a man touching a woman to, to try to make her feel something. It's like, you know, it's just a woman mm. touching herself, like really, really kind of exploring what, mm. what she likes. And I've heard there's a rumour that season three is going to be the male-bodied equivalent. It's going to be about exploring penises. That's just what I've heard. It's just a rumour, but oh. hopefully it's a, hopefully it's going to happen. <laughs> That would be really useful because once again, I'm like, there's like three things I do with penises. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Suck them and fuck them. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but those are only two things. <laughs> worship. Sorry, worship. Oh yeah, worship. <laughs> worship. Yes, tell me. Tell me, I actually did that the other night. Wait, just sidebar. So we had a guest on and she's like, when I give a blowjob, I whisper to the penis, like, like kind of like, like sweet talk the penis itself. And I did that. And my partner kind of giggled. He's like, are you talking to my penis? I was like, absolutely. And he was like, okay. <laughs> he loved it. Totally. Um, I tried that out on my partner too. I gave him a heads up. I'm like, just, you know, I'm going to have a conversation with your cock and you're not part of it. <laughs> Aww. The Aww, dick I didn't whisperer. Say that. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to whisper to your dick and, you know, quietly. We'll have to bring these, uh, these techniques into season three. I'll have to uh, yes. call Lorraine and uh, say, hey, we've got some ideas. We do. We've got lots of oh, ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On the record, I'm huge fan of penetration. So I can't wait for that season. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I fucking love it. Uh, All right. Um, okay. So, so that, so. You guys have obviously you're very you're probably more educated in this than we are. <laughs> I mean, absolutely you are. Can you share a couple more of your top tips and sort of techniques that are really the ones that have proven to work for most people? Yeah. So what I'll say is, um, firstly, there's not something that's going to magically work for for all people, right? That's the that's like the first mm-hmm. thing I wanted to to just share there is that the um, idea of exploration is is kind of more important than like, okay, hey, I'm just going to do this particular thing. And now if that doesn't work, then, oh God, I'm not like most people, something's kind of wrong with me. So I just wanted to dispel that kind of idea. Um, but for me and what I found with my, because I don't have a vulva, I don't have a clitoris, so I can't say what's my personal favourite because I don't know what it feels like personally. But in terms of what I've done with my partner, um, something that she really enjoys and something I know that she really enjoys because we've kind of talked about it and explored it is stimulation of her labia so the um especially like the outer lips of the labia that's not something that Mm. is especially when I talk to like I always kind of bring this back to my own work which is talking to men like a lot of guys don't pay attention to the labia in general definitely not the outer labia for sure um and uh, and they kind of bypass it straight away so I I love there's a couple of different techniques in there the names escape me of stimulating that part of the vulva um which not only 
kind of creates this idea of like inclusivity. Like we're not just focusing on like the clitoris, like this idea that it's just this little button at the top of the vulva that you just touch and, and that's kind of it. There's this um, in, uh, inclusion of, of all the parts of the genitals, which I think is really important. And, and especially when I started doing that with my partner, she was like, well, this is something that I've never really kind of done. I don't really explore my own labia when I masturbate and it's, you know, kind of something we when I'm having penetrative sex, mm. it's just not stimulated. So um, that's what I really enjoyed is, is like kind of learning about that and some cool different ways to stimulate and, you know, massage and kind of tug and pull and uh, do all these funky little things. So that would be my biggest takeaway, I suppose. Mm. I love it. The labia. I like love labia touching. Like I, I'll like kind of pull on the sides of my labia. I'll be like, I'll literally be like, Apparently, sure who likes to milk her labia. Sugar's milking hers, and I'm like uh, giggling and uh, ticklish there. Unless I'm relaxed. What's that all about? That's a um, uh, Cam. Uh, you might know the the um, the actual kind of physiological science behind this, but actually, the more tense we are, the more likely we are to be ticklish. And I think that that's a, a really important thing, like in terms of like a really important kind of tip and technique to keep in mind that we need to be somewhat relaxed to experience pleasure. And so if we're, if we're on edge, we're going to find something ticklish or sometimes even annoying. we like want to like kind of swat our partner away, like don't touch me like that. Yes. But actually, yeah, actually as you become more relaxed, that same touch can actually be enjoyable and really pleasurable. I mean, mm. tense, tense. I'm not tense. <laughs> That's totally what it is. She's not. She's not oh uptight my at all. No. <laughs> oh my goodness! That makes a lot of sense. What can we do to help normalize masturbation with our friends and our family who maybe aren't listening to shows like this right now? I um I like this question. Um, I was just going to share some some personal experiences about diving straight into these conversations. Uh, forgetting that I actually live in a little sex-positive bubble and people going, who the fuck is this guy? So um, so if you've got some actual advice, that is Do way better than what I was going to say. also hide at lunch with you when you start talking about a conversation? They're like all of a sudden putting their head in their salad bowl. Like, like, I I shit yes. you not. I was out, I was out to drink with a, someone that I know in my life. I won't say how I know because then maybe people... And and we're sitting there and she's like, yeah, I really miss sex parties. And she said, it's so loud. <laughs> and we're, like, we're sitting outside of this restaurant and then she goes, oh my God, do you think people heard me? I'm like, 100% yeah. everybody just heard you. <laughs> she oh really God, misses them. She really you know. missed them. And it wasn't even sugar. I <laughs> miss them so much. Oh God. Okay, so Jeez. sorry. Anyways, you, you were going to give us some actual advice. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Cam and I are both heading to the same place here. Like conversations, like really the more that we can open up about this and normalize talking about it, normalize getting education around this as well. None of us are born just knowing what to do around sex. Like, I, and I know that Cam and I are, are you know, are both knowledgeable about this because we've explored it and we've gone out and, you know, we've, we've looked for ways to to educate ourselves. And I think just the more that we can talk about that and the more we can let people know about it, that starts to, to change the, the culture of feeling like it's something that should be 
really secretive. It, you know, it starts to remove the taboo around it and it really gives other people permission to express themselves sexually and to like to go out and find whatever it is that that they love to do as well. Absolutely. It's so much greater than sex education. This is really truly pleasure education. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I can't wait for the day when when we're taught about, you know, when when kids are first taught about sex and all those things, they're actually taught how to touch themselves. How cool will that be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe these maybe these Gen Zers will just like, you know, their babies or something. I feel like the Gen Zers babies are going to be the ones who are like, you know, they get to that level. They're going to be like, come <laughs> on, grandma. Yeah. Oh, What's wrong no. with you? You don't talk about masturbation <laughs> with everyone in your life? Um, okay. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Um, thank you. Thank both of you so much for taking time. They're, you guys are literally on the other side of the world in Australia and we're here. It's so fantastic to connect with both of you and so glad that you're both a part of this project that I do think is a step in in a direction of normalizing all of these conversations in a very educational way. So I think it's just fantastic what, we're, what you guys are creating. Um, can you please let our listeners know how they can access Climax and also how they can get in touch with both of you guys if they ever want to if they want to do that. <laughs> so so the, the Climax website, and I, I love the URL for this, it's Climax, uh, as in C-L-I-M-A-X dot how. And uh, yeah, I know that you can like reach that. me as asiamakimi.sexologist on Instagram. Cam, I know you're pretty active on Instagram as well. Yeah, I'm at the Cam Fraser on Instagram. And I think as well, Climax, you get the first episode as a promo for free as well, I'm pretty sure. Like you can trial it out, I think. Well, thank you so, and we'll obviously have both of you and Climass linked in our show notes for everyone to experience it and go out. We obviously highly recommend it. The videos are beautiful and very educational. So, um, (laughs) you know, just thank you for everything that you're doing and thank you for being here today and sharing this great, great resource for our listeners. And um, we really appreciate it. This was awesome. Thank you. (laughs) No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you. (laughs) All right, perfect. And um, with that, Clitorati, we are going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at clittalkshow for your clit fix in between episodes.